Listen at your own discretion as the following content contains strong language, adult dialogue, discussions of violence, and spoilers. Cue the intro. Hello, fellow readers, and welcome to Three Reads in a Pod. My name is Heather. I'm Delia. And I'm Sarah. If you're interested in a trio of ladies that get together and record our book club for the masses, stick around. This episode of Three Reads, it's a book bite episode of Three Reads, and we'll be discussing the Brothers Grimm version of Snow White. If you want to read along, we post the book and book bite of the month on our Instagram. Without further ado, it's time to turn the page. Okay, so I am going to do the background, which was cobbled together very quickly because we forgot who was supposed to be doing background, so this is where we are. Okay, so the first version of the Brothers Grimm folk tales, fairy tales, whatever, that was published in 1812. Snow White is listed as fairy tale number 53. Obviously, it's very German, in case you didn't know. Jacob was born in 1785, and his brother was born in 1786, so they're only a year apart there. But Jacob passed away in 1863, and Wilhelm passed away in 1859. Both of them were philologists, culture researchers. They did, they were lexographers and authors, and they were both born in Germany. The interesting thing about them is that they were, they kind of came up with the methodology for collecting and recording folk tales and they and it became the the basis for folk tale studies so i thought that was really cool that they kind of spearheaded that and then between the first edition in 1812 and then the seventh and final edition of their fairy tales in 1857 they revised their collection and it became 156 stories to more than 200 stories that info i did get off of wikipedia because my husband and I, we, we, we donate to Wikipedia, so I'm going to use it. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> it's good reasoning. Good thought it, process. Though. Exactly. Like if I'm going to pay for it, I'm going to utilize it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the this story actually is one of the things on the Snow White uh, Wikipedia thing. It says, the Grimm story, which is commonly referred to as Snow White, should not be confused with the story of Snow White and Rose Red, which is totally what happened. We had to, like, <laughs> redo it. And, like, we're like, wait, 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 we read the wrong one. So we read the right one for this recording, though, so no worries. But I just thought that was funny. It was like, don't confuse them, and that's exactly what we did. <laughs> yeah. I think probably part of the reason why fairy tales uh, have lasted as long as they did or this particular version is as popular as it is is because romanticism or the romantic era between 1800 and 1850, there was a revival of fairy tales and and, and popularity in in folklore. So I think that's probably a good reason for why we still have this particular anthology of uh, fairy tale stories that's still around even today. Um, so that's pretty much all I have for background. Normally we would do a summary, but literally it's the same as every other Snow White thing that you know of. The only difference is that in this one, Snow White's kind of dumb. And in, and the fairy tale queen, she's also kind of dumb. In that it takes her three times to try and kill Snow White. The first one is w- with some corset strings. The second one is with a, a poisoned comb. And then the third and final time is with an apple. So uh, let's get let's get into it a little bit further. Who wants to go with initial thoughts first? I think I kind of explained mine already, and that I thought that they were both dumb. 
Okay, I can start. So I think what's interesting to me is that, of course, I know we've watched like Snow White and the Huntsman, right? I literally didn't know that there was a Huntsman involved. So I thought that was pretty neat. Was there a Huntsman in your versions? Correct. Yes, yeah. there is. Yeah. I and I don't just... know that the Disney version has a Huntsman. They they do. They did not. Okay. Do they? The I thought they did. Hold on. Now I'm going to have to look at <laughs> The IRL Disney version or the no, Snow no, no. White? No, no, no. I'm talking Huntsman. classic. I'm talking like first classic. feature film, Snow White from, you know, the freaking. You know, I haven't watched that in so long. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, me either. I, you know what? If it were Sleeping Beauty, I just watched that two days ago. So, because oh. I love Sleeping Beauty. It's so good. Even though she like only has good. like 14 lines in the movie or something like that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's get to the plot Once real quick. on a dream. I'm looking, actually. I'm going to allow the yeah. two of you to look. There's a huntsman. <laughs> also, I forgot I was going to mention this in the background, but the, so they keep using looking glass in this version. And I was yes. like, when did mirror, the, the word mirror happen? When did that happen? And apparently the first, the word mirror predates the phrase looking glass by several hundred years. So I don't know why they're like, yeah, we're going to use the phrase looking glass. And maybe it's the 1800s. They preferred that term because like in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. The Lu- same thing. Lewis Carroll. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? That was like, yeah. yeah. Through the looking, looking glass. glass. Through the looking so glass. anyway, just forgot to mention that. I was just interested. But yeah, there's a huntsman. Awesome. There you go. I, but he's like, I need to go back. He's and... only there for like 2.5 seconds. In Snow White and the Huntsman, he does have a bigger appearance there. Yes, yes. Isn't it Liam Hemsworth who is the, or is it? You know, I forgot Chris that Snow White and the, I forgot that Snow White and the Huntsman existed as a movie. I don't think I ever watched it. And I was getting ready to cast Liam Hemsworth as my <laughs> Huntsman. And I said, this feels real familiar, actually. <laughs> That's funny. Lisa, well, I told and- Julia that, like, Charlie's Theron, like, I just can't, like, I just imagine her being the queen, and I forgot as well. So I went with <laughs> and I'm like, why am I picturing her as, like, a really good bad guy? Like, you know, besides the fact that I've seen her in other movies, and then I saw that, and I'm like, because she was the queen. Yes. <laughs> she was the queen. Well, and, I mean, in Once Upon a Time, the guy I who plays... Yes. Okay. So okay. the Huntsman is in there too, and he's mm-hmm. what's the guy who plays Christian Christian Grey? What's his name again? Jamie Doran Doran Doran. Yes, it's a gorgeous Dorn, man. Something like that. Yes. Dorn. Okay. He's the Huntsman in that. So oh, yeah. mm-hmm. he's very attractive. Okay, yes. moving on. But yeah, so I thought that was neat, and the fact that he lets her go because you know she's this innocent, beautiful child or whatever, and he's like go and she just runs and runs and runs and then she finds this little house and it it reminded me so much of like goldilocks and the three bears when she gets there yeah for sure it's because she goes in and then she's like hmm like i'm gonna take a little bit from each person's plate you know i'm gonna eat some bread here drink some wine here oh i'm gonna sleep in this bed no this bed's not too this bed's not good enough for me then the next one oh not this one and then finally the last the seventh bed that poor dwarf you know, to go to his bed. He's like, whoa, there's a girl sleeping here. You know? Really bad for him. I know, because he had to sleep with every other dwarf, like, for an hour each night. I felt so yes. bad. Oh, I was like, oh, that's real silly. That was a real dumb way to do that. It's like, you just, if you have somebody come over and stay the night and they take your bed, you find one person's bed, you sleep in that bed for the rest of the night, and then if you're trying to be kindly, then you pick a different person's bed the next night. You there don't you just, go. every hour. Every night. <laughs> Did they have like, alarm clocks in 1812? Uh, 
much. I don't know. <laughs> how, are, how is he waking up every hour? I need to know. Maybe he was waking up every hour on the hour because he had to use the bathroom. I don't know. He's probably uh, got that checked awesome. out. He took his likes. Sure. He took his LASIKs that night. Like, <laughs> I know what that is. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh god. That's oh, funny. Um, but yeah, so it was really interesting the um the comparison between like Goldilocks and the three bears and Snow White in that instance when she's just there and she's trying everything out, and then the fact that they're like, Yeah, just stay with us, you just do some housework, you know, it's fine, have dinner ready when we come home, like you can stay here. And they cared so much about her. You know, they're like, Don't let anyone in. Don't don't trust anyone. I mean, these dwarves have been living here. I assume for a very long time, they probably know the ins and outs of this place. And Snow White just keeps accepting all of these gifts from random people that are poisoned because obviously the queen and it just kills me. And the fact that she does not succeed anytime, like, what? Is it, yeah. is it me? Are we supposed to believe that it's because like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's what it's meant to be. Oh, yeah. I guess it's evil. Yeah. Well, it's arrogance on her part. She's like, oh, gotcha. And then runs away. Just like when people monologue instead of just killing someone. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, why doesn't she just, like, stab her or something? You know? Like, straight in heart. Why doesn't she do it herself? I think there's two things going on there. And I didn't think about this for social commentary later. But with this particular... When women kill people in general, this is like the the last statistic I read, and this was a while ago, so it could be very wrong now. But women are more likely to use poison than are men because it's mm-hmm. less, you know, it's more hands off. So I think for her, using poison for everything, it's something to be said about like women are considered, you know, weaker than men, especially in this era when this is written so her using poison might just be in her head the only thing that she has open to her even though snow white is like a child i guess so which was we'll get to that in a second but i think that that probably has a lot to do with her being like nope i'll just use poison i don't want to get my hands dirty or i'm not strong enough to grapple with this young philly or whatever young philly Mount, mount her and Stop. ride her around. Wait, what? <laughs> Not what I meant whatsoever. But okay. Yeah, now I'm sweating. Jesus. <laughs> what? You weren't before. It's not, I'm not having hot flashes. It's really hot here. Oh, yeah. Very strange. Oh, Lord. But and, and I agree, uh, especially with reading like Agatha Christie books, poison is widely used. Definitely. You know, I know men are more likely to use like violent means, which is probably why she was like, hey, huntsman, take her out and, you know, kill her and let me eat her liver and lungs because why not which reminds me a lot of like okay. was it mary bathory and how she like bathes in the blood to stay like yeah you know mm-hmm. like Ooh. young or whatever um she just that so kind many of, people which i know she was wild wild ass woman and they were um, still like it took them forever to be like yeah we should probably do something about this because she yeah. was a royal or like she was titled right and they're like, like hey okay, all of our young right. women are going well, missing they did this because if i'm not mistaken it's because one of the she murdered one of the royals' children, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, you can ha- you can kill all the peasants you want to. When you put your hands on a royal, that's a problem. We got to discuss this, lady." And then they didn't even it. kill her. They like locked her up in a tower. She had like she was treated very well until the end of her days. We're like, "Look, if you kill that many people, in my book, that means you got to die." I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
My girl, man. That's not what we were talking about. Keep going. <laughs> oh, but yeah, my initial thoughts were just basically the same as yours. The queen herself, dumb. Snow White, dumb. The dwarves are the only people with any common sense here. Enough to and they even... still didn't have a whole lot of common sense. And they, no, like they put her in the little glass coffin so everyone could see her beauty so that she doesn't decay. You know, we, we see that she does not decay and she's just as beautiful as ever. And then we have the also very creepy prince who comes up and he's like, this girl's so beautiful. I'm going to have to carry this coffin around forever. Like, you know, she's going to be mine. I just want... <laughs> I just like to look at her. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the dwarves it's are like, like your no favorite painting. for her you know and then he's like yes but i can't spend my life not looking at her you're gonna have to let me have that coffin so and then like, the right, stupid fine, way that the apple is dislodged from her throat and she wakes up <laughs> she's out of the coffin she's like whoa where am i <laughs> like, what's going they just like, her the and falls out she's like because the dwarves look, they're like, okay, these stays, the, the stays were the issue, the, the corset lacings were the issue last time. Okay, then there was this comb, we couldn't find anything on her this time, we're not going to open her mouth, because that seems a little too invasive. And then they just, the, the, the guards drop, they're careless as fuck. The one time men being careless is helpful. <laughs> Wake this girl, instead of it being like a kiss from true love. It's like, oh, no, sure. no, they didn't want to say that. That's the whole reason why everything in the movie and the shows is a, is a kiss from true love instead of like, mm-hmm. no, we were careless as fuck and dropped this bitch. And then this thing fell out of her mouth and now <laughs> we she's dropped fine. Her <laughs> yeah, I can't say anything. I would have been the one to trip i'm like oh oh god yeah trip. don't get me wrong she goes. i'm like you're welcome actually he lives because of me fair prince good day <laughs> me too though like i fell down the stairs the other day oh, i don't bless know your heart, how that girl. happened i feel you it hurt your bum bum for sure i've fallen down so many steps oh my goodness so but none I, of us can fucking walk. It's fine. No, <laughs> no. Like, I would for sure be the one who would actually break the coffin, though. Like, if she wasn't dead before all that glass breaking, she would be dead then. Like, it would be an accident, of course. Or but, living and just very pained. Yeah. <laughs> she really wakes up. She's like, oh, God. Um, like, oh, but, this really hurts. I don't remember living hurting this much. <laughs> don't remember that. Life is in highness. Anything that says otherwise is selling something. Right. What's up? I think... The, ah, of course. yes we're Hopefully. definitely gonna have to read that i'm sorry it's gonna have to happen yeah no well For we sure. all know that the princess bride is my favorite i quote it all the time so it's so good so good but mm-hmm. super interesting things for me just quick takeaways uh, i enjoyed the fact that the the evil queen died by dancing in her very hot shoes uh, that were put on coals was that in your versions that was in your yes. version's correct. Although you said that she ate the liver and lungs. Yes. And, okay. Mine, she ate the heart, which I thought was like, okay. See, yeah, I thought it was going a power to be play. the heart. You killed a seven-year-old. Yes. In mine, Seriously. yes, the huntsman was like, let me kill this boar and bring back the liver and lungs. Okay. So it was a boar. See, I think in the in the movies, it's a stag. Yep. It is. That part okay. I think I remember. But I mine was that. also a boar and it was also liver and lungs. Either way it goes, some cannibalism was taking place even if it wasn't cannibalism yeah. she thought with it was vital organs with vital or you can't live without those things so a fact. Uh, as a medical professional it is a fact oh yeah you would know. <laughs> 10 out of 10 all medical professionals my many years of study tell me that you're correct <laughs> 
Or it can be like the dentist, like nine out of ten, ten dentists agree. So it's like nine out of ten medical professionals agree. They're like, which oh. is the one? And and what school did they go to? Yeah. Um, they're the more they're like, the only one that couldn't get bought. Yeah, no, for sure. I have morals. You can't buy my, my medical professionalism. For sure. For that cheap. That's the one that has like the holistic approach or something. Um but yes, like and if you're two, not using leaves to brush your teeth, then get the fuck out. <laughs> Leave this place. The cool thing about it, though, is um, the fact that, you know, how the mom names Snow White because she's like, oh, I want her to be as black as this wood, this ebony wood, and I want her to be as red as blood and as white as snow. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how do you want all of that? Do you want her to be a crayon? Like, I'm not sure. (laughs) But then, you know, with the black hair and the beautiful fair skin and probably like red cheeks and red, you know, mouth. and We could have taken that a totally different way, though, and made it like Storm. Oh, I thought that like. Oh, my God, I love her. Big red lips, dark skin, white hair. I'm into it. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. But I just made that my, you know, my internalized you know, living in a society that is, you know, white, live whitely driven. In my head, I'm like, she's got white skin. So that's how I cast her, like a dumbass. It's okay. If we could go back and do it over again, we would. But anyway. I would also like to say, in our defense, this is German written. I don't oh. know that there are tons of black people in Germany. I don't know the, the, the statistics, but the general German person is white. Let's see. Well, again, I do think that we're taking that from... Uh, media and you know media is very whitewashed so that's true percentage mm. of old Germany oh yeah when they hit the holocaust do you say Germans. hell Germany mm, no <laughs> that's what I heard I said oh <laughs> no, I said good old Germany I thought okay. you said hell Germany like, oh, no. No. as of 2020 court. in a country with a population of 83 million people there are approximately about half a million Afro-Germans of partial, mixed, or full sub-Saharan African descent up to grandparents. There are not almost almost a million. Of 83 million. I'm not the number person, but there are almost a million individuals of Egyptian, Moroccan, and North African descent. Mm. They are Which... not included in that first statistic. Right, yeah, because they're going to be more your... That's kind of more Middle Eastern sounding. Yeah. So... Mm. Yes, Heather, you are correct that from at least Wikipedia standpoint, which we all know is not super, super true all of the time, but it's pretty relatively-ish, accurate-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all we need is accurate-ish mm-hmm. stuff. What is know. the truth? I'm just kidding. There's, there's nothing. So, yeah, okay. But I thought that, I think that, like, if anybody decided to do, like, a modern version or, fuck it, even, like, a fairy tale version and made it like a storm situation i would watch the hell out of that that would be super fucking interesting i'd be to see we can do an all black cast for snow white i just i'm I'm digging it i was real good the first episode man i was like okay i'm gonna do mixed cast i'm gonna make a point to do that and then that flew out the fucking window with this bullshit (laughs) so anyway heather what were your initial thoughts um i think it's uh fairy tales i love them so much what I really like about this story is the descriptions, which we just got into a little bit with the mm-hmm. the ebony wood and the, I mean, the first line, when snowflakes were falling from the sky like feathers. You know, you miss mm-hmm. that with the movies. When you're watching any kind of Snow White movie, you're not going to sure. get 
that beautiful description. My biggest issue is they put a lot of weight on how pretty the seven-year-old is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, Everything. Yeah. The huntsman didn't kill her because she's pretty. The dwarves are okay with an, with an invader because she's pretty. The queen wanted to kill her because the mirror said she's pretty. The, the prince took her away because she's pretty. And I was like, that's a really strange reason mm-hmm. for all of this to keep happening. And I think part of it is they want us to realize that she was strikingly beautiful. Fair enough. Point taken. That's a lot of that's a lot of weight on how pretty she is. And then poor gal, she's real dumb. Someone tries to kill you thrice, homie. She she tried to kill you thrice, homie. And I bet if she came to your door right now, you'd be like Yes, please kill me again. That's why someone else probably decided to put the stepmother in the hot shoes. She was like, Oh, let's invite her. And they're like, No, no, no. We're gonna invite her to kill her. She's like, oh, but she might, I just want her to be there. No, 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 no. I I think part of the thing that I said she was dumb earlier, don't get me wrong, I still stick with that. But I do think one thing we should probably think about, though, is that she is a child. Does it specifically say in your lady's versions how old she is? I know Heather mentioned seven. I want to say at, at one point she's seven. Obviously, She's probably grown by the time the prince comes around to marry her. I would like to think. Well, so, I would like I, to I think thought, as well. That was my thought. Was like maybe she's still growing when she's in the ca- in the glass coffin. Oh, because maybe. I think she. They say she's a child throughout this, at least throughout my version. So I have. Mm-hmm. But Snow White was growing up and grew more and more beautiful. And when she was seven years old, she was as beautiful as the day, and more beautiful than the queen herself. And once, when the queen asked her looking glass, and so on and so forth. So I think that she was still a a pretty young girl at the time that this occurred because shortly after that, you know, she, it doesn't say how much time passed between between that when she was seven and when she had the huntsman go kill her, but they still considered her a child. I feel like it probably, it probably wasn't too long um, just because, you know, we see throughout the entire story that the queen is just so over, overwhelmed with all this envy she has and she states, you know, that, go ahead. I was gonna say she the one phrase that I loved from this book was that envy let her have no rest. Oh yes, yes. And I figured that was why it couldn't be too long. Like it seemed like she was just and for her though to be like, hmm, I probably should not go to this wedding. And then she's like, But I wanna see her and how pretty she is. <laughs> so I think I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Like you're envy girl. Mm-hmm. You're envy. Yeah. But go ahead, too bad. Ooh, give me just a second to remember where I was. Oh, so when I was seven years old, my mom had already taught me not to open the door for anybody. Granted, we live in a different society. I get that. But had this been me at seven or older and I let in a stranger three times, there wouldn't have been two other options. My mom would have already killed me and more effectively <laughs> than, what the queen did, than what the queen did. Yeah. Yeah. Verified is dead. I do. Like, oh, she just killed her. There wasn't the three times. Okay, excellent. Yeah. No, I think that that's pretty true. I mean, like, I and I do think there is something to be said about the different societies. Sure, because this is like the 1800s, right? And I'm not saying that I I didn't live back then, so I don't fucking know how you know loosey goosey they were with like locking their doors and whatnot. So loosey goosey, I'm sure (laughs) they didn't even have doors. They couldn't afford them. They just let their gooses come on in. Their geese, sorry. <laughs> so, 
zero eyes. I just let their geese come in. All the geese. Rolling I'm so upset. I called it gooses for <laughs> first. <laughs> okay. So I think that like who leaves a seven year old by themselves? <laughs> like the the dwarves. Here's what got me. Here's what this is what made me say that the dwarves were kind of dumb too. When she was dead in a coffin, they had a dwarf standing guard and watching her. That's why the prince couldn't just come and pick this coffin up all willy-nilly. No, he just, there was a dwarf standing there, but they didn't give her the common courtesy of doing that when she was still alive. They're like, let's protect you now that you're dead. But when you were alive, nah, not so much. On your own, sweetheart. Woman shit. I was like, that's so dumb. Why would you do that? Also, why would you leave a seven-year-old? Like, I was not allowed. I don't know about anybody else, and I'm not parent-shaming, but I was not allowed to live, like, stay at home by myself as a seven-year-old. Like, when I was, granted, we were still living in Detroit then, and my mom was like, somebody could come and snatch your ass up. You're very pretty, and people do that shit to kids. It's very disgusting. I remember my mom having that conversation with me. We lived on, we lived in Detroit, and we lived off the service drive, so it's like, you know how if you get off of a, I don't know if you guys know what a service drive is because I'm from the Midwest sometimes and we use different words. But uh, you know the exit ramp from a, for a freeway? Yes. Okay, that's we call that a service drive. Uh, after you get like on the road and you're off the ramp. So that service mm-hmm. drive, we lived like right next to it. And then there was like an entrance not very far from my house. So my mom was like, somebody could snatch your ass up and you could be in Canada before we even knew it. So she was uh, very much like, you can't be outside by yourself. So if Mm -hmm. I couldn't be outside by myself, I definitely couldn't be at home by myself at seven. I think I was like 11 or 12 and we were living in Kentucky at the time, you know, so like we were, there was no neighbors. There were no people around. We were at the top of a hill. My mom was like, see ya, Delia. <laughs> they, they can't. They can't come and, get, and take you as easily as they could. That's right. It's Detroit. either Bigfoot or the mountain people. Like those yeah, are the exactly. only people that's going to grab you here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe there's dwarves that live in the mountains. They'll come. You know, you'll go live with them, and then you know, people make a moonshine let you up get- there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the bootleggers will get you. Anyway, so yeah, no, I don't know who's leaving this seven-year-old by herself. That was really dumb. Yes, I agree with that sentiment. I think with me, though, you know, I grew up around all of my family. I was allowed to go out as long as I had friends. So, like, obviously, it was me and my cousins a lot of the time just going out. And that was fine. And my but family have, was, like, like right I was there. Say, your whole holler had, like, you had people that lived at the end of your holler that were family. You had people that live pretty much up and down that you had family, didn't you? Yes, I never had to worry about anyone kidnapping me. I just had to worry about getting annoyed by my family. So that was the only thing I had to worry about, thankfully. But yes, I remember, you know, that entire, like when I was a kid, I was so bad about just running off and anyone could have just taken me. I feel so bad for my parents. Like, you know, I would hide from them and I'm like, this is a great idea. (laughs) This is great. And spicing it up on this Tuesday. Yes, I remember these strange, these strange women, like they looked at me and I was hiding in some, like a, a, a rack of clothes and they looked at me and I just held my finger up to my lips and I was like, shh, don't tell. And the first thing they did was find my mom and they're like, are you missing a little girl? <laughs> I was like, no, don't tell, please. Yeah, but other than that, for like seeking out your parents. Yes. But other than that, though, I agree. You know, the fact that she's a child probably plays into this whole like, hey, don't open the door because she wants a pretty bodice. You know, she said it was a beautiful bodice. She wants that. She wants an apple. She wants a comb. She wants these things as a kid, even though they're like, please, you've been killed so many times. Just don't. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> 
I don't like to say as a seven year old, those were on the bottom of my list of things that I wanted. <laughs> Didn't want a bodice. <laughs> I wasn't into it. You didn't want a pretty comb or, or an apple? No, no, uh, no, no apples, man. Fair enough. Apple would be at the top of the list of those three. I think. I agree. Yeah. You'd think that they would just be like, okay, last thing on the dwarves being kind of dumb, bless their hearts, is like, okay, if she's not going to keep people out of the house, take her ass to work with you. It's not like she's doing anything. She's not in school. Like, why Yeah, they also, they already had a very tidy house. It made a point in the version I read to say the house was spotless. It was immaculate. And they're like, hey, why don't you stay home and, and keep it clean? I was like, well, you guys are already doing a great job. So it's not like you needed that. Had she come home to a, a disgusting home, then yeah, oh, cool, thank you for cleaning. We don't really have time. Obviously, you had time. You're just being dumb when you leave her at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? And she's tiny, too. I mean, you're tiny as well because you're dwarves, but, like, she could get into places. You know, her her hands are probably really, really small and, and, and nimble. She could she could find some, some gold and jewels for y'all. I don't understand why. <laughs> child labor get her in she, there I'm, you know what i'm just saying it's a better option than leaving mm-hmm. her ass at home to get murdered three I mean, times right the fact friend. that they Christ. knew they're like hey so your uh stepmom's probably gonna come for you soon like she's gonna yeah, figure out where you're at pretty fast so <laughs> i was like whoa jesus all right oh. so i think uh likes and dislikes i think we kind of went over that pretty good yeah, oh, our thoughts ask. always turn into the likes and dislikes. <laughs> always. <laughs> I know we've, this is only our second episode, but like for you listeners, when we first started doing this, we were like, oh, initial thoughts. And then it always inevitably turned into that. So that's why we're not just going off of two times of us doing this. We have been doing this. So did we do all the of the initial thoughts? Like Heather and Delia, are you both done with your initial thoughts? I didn't want to feel like, feel like I, I mean, say too much with mine. You say Sorry. as much as you want to, dear. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I was done. Pretty much. Were you done, Heather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Quick question. You said bodice. Was she given, in your version, was it an actual, like, top? Or was she given just the strings? She was given given the actual top. Like a corset. And, oh, okay. yes, and she laced her up. Yeah, in so it. in mine, she laced her up, but she just had the corset strings in mine. She oh, just had, well, they're, okay. they're stays. They're not corsets. They're stays, which is different. But the stays, strings that's what she had in mind and she did lace her up really tightly and she couldn't breathe which i thought was kind of interesting (laughs) just in that like you know they're like oh we're gonna lace you up so much that you can't breathe and you know normally if you corsets and i know we see this in almost every movie and and that the corsets are not supposed to be so tight that you cannot breathe they're they're really not but like i i was i told you guys the other day i watched uh rogers and hammerstein's cinderella and yeah. you, know, you have Bernadette Peters trying to, like, pull these corset strings on, oh, God, what was her name? One of the sisters. I can't remember her name. But she was pulling, and she's like, I can't breathe. And she's just like, beauty is pain, or whatever. I don't remember <laughs> exactly what she says, but I was like, that's a very unrealistic. Mm-hmm. You don't, like, I wear corsets sometimes, and you're you're supposed to be able to breathe mm-hmm. and sit and eat, and it's not a big deal. Like, it's not. You shouldn't be fainting from, you know, you should not lack be of breathing. Yeah, you shouldn't. At least my, from my understanding, I am not a historian by any means. And I have not done a whole, whole lot of research on, on corset, corsetry, but like. <laughs> corsetry. Corsetry. Yeah. But in my experience, no, you're, you're still supposed to be able to breathe and it's not a big deal. Now, granted, it probably didn't 
feel like they could breathe because you're like you are a little restricted you're not able to have like the same kind of capacity that you normally would because you're not I don't know if you guys have ever worn a corset but you're not doing a whole lot of belly breathing so that might be why they felt like they couldn't breathe I don't know anyway I just thought that was kind of interesting that she was like yeah "Yeah, we're gonna use this torture device that is the everyday females garb Mm. I do like a lot of the wording in this, though. Like, we don't use the word haughty anymore. I think that's how you say it. Right? You you mean you don't use the word haughty? No, no. Not H-O-T-T-I-E. But, like, Mm H-A-U-G-H-T-Y. I'm probably not saying that right. But no, um, I did like that. And I also had to look up the word ween. I was like, that probably doesn't mean what I think it means. Because <laughs> it was like, what? Hang on, let me see what the because the, the mirror says it, and I was like, what the heck? Oh, it goes, thou art fairer than all who are here, lady queen, but more beautiful still is Snow White, as I ween. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So I looked it up, and it means think or suppose. In case you guys wanted to know. Oh yeah, good to know. I think my mirror said something different. Not my mirror. Yes, my mm. mirror talks to me. But the mirror in the story, she was like, you're fair. It's true. But Snow White is a thousand times fairer than you. And oh. okay, you know, said it pretty plain for me. Thank you, Mirror. Did they also call yours a mirror or a looking glass? Ours is mirror. And I think I have the same version of Sarah just based on what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I found this really nice version at half price for like 50 cents more than the other version that I had when I was younger. And I was like, this one's hardcover. It comes with like a little case. And um, if I want to keep this for my kids, I, I might as well just, I might as well buy the nice version for 50 cents more. Jeez. It's a reasonable. <laughs> it was <laughs> under eight bucks either way it goes. <laughs> I would also like to say, I don't think I want a mirror that tells the truth. <laughs> no either. way. No I'm going to get in that. I'm like, who's the fairest of them all? They're like, there's literally seven billion other humans more fair than you. You may leave. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Appreciate it. Have you guys seen, there's this comedian on YouTube and she has like a, she goes mirror, mirror and she, and she talks to her, but she like gives her some hard truths and she's drunk all the time. She's just in her bathrobe, inevitably drinking or has like a face mask on and she's just like, was it? What? And she, uh, I got to find her and send her to you guys. Cause I watched her and I was dead. There's one where she talks about. She's like, well, I have a boyfriend, so I haven't come to see you because I haven't had any boyfriend issues. And she goes, do you? Do you have a boyfriend? You should ask him what you guys are doing for for Valentine's Day. And she texts him, and then all of a sudden she's blocked, and she goes, yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He slept with you. That's all he wanted. I'm going to find her. Once again, you don't need a mirror that tells the truth. Or maybe you do. In that case, maybe you do. Someone keep you in check. Seriously, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And it better rhyme. <laughs> I get a mirror that's going to tell me the truth. It better at least be like witty about it. Her oh. name is Julie Nolke. I probably said her name wrong, but last name is N O L K E. I'll find you guys the playlist with this mirror, mirror. It's fucking hilarious. Please do. That's funny. If I had a mirror that was like that, I probably wouldn't hate it as much, mostly because she's like, I think the most recent one, she's like, we were going to work out. What are you doing? She goes, okay, fine. So, you know, Julie <laughs> lays out her yoga mat in front of her mirror and her mirror goes and gets, um, she gets something to work out with and they just end up talking about stuff and Julie's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't want to know that. Like, I thought you were here to work out with me. Why did you do this? But she just cracks me up. She's like a boozy aunt that just tells you the truth. Oh, 
You know, yes, and I think IRL, if I had, a, and I agree with you ladies, like, if I had a mirror like that, I couldn't handle it. One, because I try to make myself as, like, unknowing about certain things as possible because I try not to care. And I know it sounds terrible, but I'm in this point in my life where I care too much about everything. So, like, little things, I'm just like, I do not care. I do not want to care. I do not want to have feelings for this matter at all. So if Amir was like, hey, let me tell you about this thing, about this person that you don't want to hear about and be like, I'm going to smash you right now. Seven years, bad luck. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, here you go. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel that. It's like, you know what? I already have enough that I nitpick about myself. I literally don't need someone else saying, hey. Like, I know I'm not the prettiest person in any room for the most part, unless I'm the only thing in the room, in which case, yes, I am. You are the <laughs> um, And I will take that, and I will run with it. But I think we are very beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. I have pretty friends. I do think that. Like, all my friends are really beautiful. Mm-hmm. No, I have pretty friends. Stop. No, talking. I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the way I see it, this is called a podcast, not a podcast, so I don't give a shit how I look. Oh, <laughs> a I'm here for that. You would Hashtag win if it were a podcast. <laughs> Hashtag not a podcast. <laughs> oh, do not get us confused. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's why we're not doing this shit on video yet. To... Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Don't even own a webcam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I told you all those harsh truths, man. I don't need none of that. None of that no. here. I do all that right. to myself. I don't need a mirror to do it. <laughs> don't live in my own head. All right, casting. Are we done? Do we want to do ta- casting, or we want to keep chit chatting about this? Ooh, can I just bring up one really interesting point? Of course. Uh, I have to say, this is going back to the fairy tales class that I took in college that I will probably mm-hmm. reference four million times because it was a wonderful class. <laughs> but I wish I had taken it. Keep going. They, mm-hmm. uh, We brought up a lot of psychologists and their schools of thought and how that could mm-hmm. relate to fairy tales because fairy tales are, they are psychology. There is just so much in there to dive into. You want to talk about being jealous of your stepchild? You want to talk about? Yeah tons of things we're not going to get into it all but the the teacher suggested that what if snow white written from another perspective is actually just projection so talking about freudian ideas and defense Mm -hmm. mechanisms projection is when you project your feelings onto someone else what if Mm -hmm. snow white just hated her stepmom and she thought she was jealous of her but really it's projection and i think about that all the time that's interesting now would projection make your stepmom try to kill you Probably not. So I think at least in this version, it's very clear that the stepmom is jealous. But I think it would be really, really cool to write a version where Snow White is just imagining all of this hatred. Yes. And she's like doing this stuff to herself. Yeah, a little Black Swanee. I'm into Black Swan. Oh, my God. See, we have to watch this movie. Yeah, we we this is the second time we've talked about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Black Swan. We need to watch it. In uh, in a during a podcast anyway, like we talked we talked about it before we started recording the last one. We'll talk like, about it next time too for no reason. Of course, yeah. I'll just bring it up. I'll be out in Black Swan. <laughs> yeah, time just so we can just keep doing it. Hashtag Black Swan watchers. But that is really interesting <laughs> though to think that she's just imagining that because imagine being a child, your mother dies, your dad who clearly isn't in the picture too much because he's letting yeah, this he's woman so fucking absent. <laughs> is he that? even in this story at all? I don't think it mentions it other than he married another female. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty that's much all. it. I'm like, where the fuck were you, my guy? Like your kid is gone. 
at seven. Yes, yes. Like, there's no explanation. You're just like, eh, I'm running the kingdom. I don't care about this girl child. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're you walking, 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 walking in and your wife is eating lungs. Yeah. <laughs> She's, She's talking smiling. to her, eating her lungs, and you're like, where's the kid? I don't know. She Crazy. did say she was eating liver, which is, you know, people eat liver, so. No, they do. God bless mm. them. Not me, people, but other people. Oh, yes. Not me either. Mm. What I'm cool with the liver. Where they ate liver and onions. Liver and onions. That's a thing, right? Oh, yes. And it, I was it, say, it sounds well, very Southern and maybe very British. I'm not sure. You know what? Yeah, I, I, it is pretty Southern. I, but I don't remember, granted, the first time I ever heard, I'm, I'm obviously from Michigan and didn't come down to Eastern Kentucky to be friends with you guys until I was 12. So I was in Hamtramck, which is, it's like the, you know how there's like Chinatown and, you know, there's like, little italy like you know how you've got the different segregated ish cultures like, yeah mm-hmm. okay so in in detroit they have one for you know like slavic polish ukrainian and that's hamtramck pretty much is where and my my papa was ukrainian so we spent a lot of time there growing up just like getting different you know food items or you know different things that culturally are wanted for that the household but we were there, and I remember we we were. He was eating liver and onions. I don't remember what I was eating. Probably pierogies. And uh-huh. it, it like you remember he tried to feed me some. I did not want any, and he dropped some into my glass of milk. I was very upset. <laughs> I was like, now I can't have milk. It's done. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So I I say that to say that liver and onions is not always necessarily a southern thing, but because like when I heard about it for the first time and was asked to try it we were in the north go back go back to the original thing before my quick anecdote probably he didn't think anything of it he was just like eh, you're eating shit they said they cooked it it's meat whatever or he died too i don't know what the hell <laughs> maybe she killed him too <laughs> maybe she did she was just like fuck it i don't like you the other thing i have you guys seen mirror mirror no julia roberts though yeah Yes, and yeah, Lily Collins. Okay. It. It's got Army Hammer, too. It's on Netflix. I hadn't seen it before, but I was like, you know what? I'm here for Lily mm-hmm. Collins and a good Snow White story. And it is. It's a Snow White story. Did you guys ever watch Sydney White, the one that had Amanda yes. Bynes in it? Oh, my gosh. Yes, I, I love that one. That's a good movie. <sighs> it's good. Bless her heart. That was. I'm going to have to go watch that now. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Anyway, so casting. <laughs> right. Casting. <laughs> I cast the dad because he is there for like 2.5 seconds at the very least. And if this were a movie, he would be in it for at least 2.5 seconds. Actually, I don't think the dad was in Mirror Mirror. I don't think he showed up at all. But here's who I cast as the dad. I casted Richard Armitage. Mostly just because I like to look at him. He plays mm-hmm. Thor in Oak and Shield. Oh, <laughs> excellent. But he's also, what I, what I first saw him in was Robin Hood. The BBC Robin Hood. The, they had three seasons. And I was like, I love him. So then everything that he's been in, I've watched for the most part. Not everything, everything, but like a good chunk of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. MI6? Yes, I will watch that. And uh, <laughs> North and South? I'm going to watch that too. <gasps> North and South. Oh, He's also the dad in uh, Alice Alice in Wonderland. He's the king of mm-hmm. Erasabeth. And I don't remember what the White Queen's name is, but the White Queen. Anne Hathaway. Mm. Interesting. Like so, you guys, did you guys cast the dad or no? No, I refused. I did. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I refused. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I did um, Michael Fassbender uh, because he's like Irish German actor. Yeah, you probably know him. He did Prometheus, X Men, Alien movies, um, Inglorious Bastards, like that, that kind of thing. He played in Three Hundred. He played in two thousand eleven version of Jane Eyre. We'd like Ooh. to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Huh. What's his name I, one last time? I haven't seen his that. His name version. is Michael Fassbender. And he played in Agatha Christie's Poirot. And um, you know how I am about Agatha Oh! Christie. Yeah, I know him. him. I know who that is. Yeah, I'll see you. Like, it's the That's him. That's the daddy. Daddy-o. I would also like to say in my notes when I'm casting people, I literally wrote, fuck the dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're absent as fuck. What were you doing? Letting your daughter just Seriously. get murdered. For sure. <laughs> you don't deserve a casting. I wonder if he knew he had a daughter. I wonder if he even just remembered. He's like, He's oh, like, oh yeah, I have a girl child. Fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I just really like the way Richard Armitage looks. And even if he's only there for like 2.5 seconds, that means I get to look at him. Mm. Mm. She says, I watched this for the plot. And then when it says the plot, he's the one listed for dinner. Yep. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so for the mom, I cast the mom, not the evil queen, the actual mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. I cast her. And do you guys remember Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp and Christina oh, yeah. Ricci? Yes. Johnny Depp's mom in that movie. That's who I cast. Because she, oh my goodness, she's so pretty. Yeah, she That's is. Awesome. And also, she looks really good with Richard Armitage, so. Oh, I clearly forgot to cast her. So I just, ah! really yeah, pretty. Fuck her. She died. Like, oh. <laughs> Yikes, maybe not. Angelina Jolie or someone like that, you know? Like somebody with like the beautiful dark hair, beautiful skin, Mm -hmm. lustrous lips, you know, that kind of thing. We'll say Angelina Jolie. This is going to be her small time role Mm. as a mother who dies very soon. And yeah, she's really nice and maleficent. So Mm -hmm. I know. Oh gosh, I can't think of her. So good. Uh, For my mother, I casted Nicole Kidman. I'm you know, she was on my list. I was about to do that. Yeah, I even put a question mark. So I'm like, do I love that? And I'm like, well, I mean, I love Nicole Kidman. Of course. So why She's not? Beautiful. We're just going to put her in there. Nice. Good choice. You just like to look at her. It's fine. Yeah, she when it says the plot, that's my plot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that. All right. Do you guys want to do the Evil Queen next? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I cast Monica Bellucci. I oh. honest, I just did... Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I basically went on Google and I was like, uh, let's say women over f- uh, older actresses. And then it was like list of women born before or actresses born before 1965 that are still beautiful, which can I say like very helpful for me, very sexist. Why is that a list? But okay. <gasps> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You type in, you're like, Ooh. And I was like, Oh, I shouldn't be searching for this. But at the same time, uh, that's... I'm going to search for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel, I feel, I got two minds about it. So yeah, her, and she's, I don't really think she's in a whole, whole lot, but she was in The Matrix. Oh. But I just thought she was really pretty. I like The Matrix, yeah. She's in Spectre, Matrix Reloaded, The Apartment, <sighs> Shoot 'em Up, Tears of the Sun, Matrix Revolutions, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I think she mm. was one of the wives. Mm-hmm. She looks like one of the wives. We like Bram Stoker's. This Dracula. is the one with uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, she's Dracula's bride number two. Mm-hmm. Carrie Elwes is in this? Or I, I probably did not say his name right. How do you say his name? Wesley. Is yeah. it Bram Stoker's Dracula? Bram Stoker's Dracula. I did not know that. I'm fired. It's fine. Wesley. You too. 
It's a good one. I choose Kate Siegel. I hope I said that. Name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she on the um, Hill House? Thank you. Um, yes. She's hush. Yes. Ooh, she like, is in Hush. I forgot about Hush. Yes, I don't. She is like so pretty, and I could just mm-hmm. see her being, you know, the girl. I'm not sure. Is she the mom or is she the daughter? I think she's Theo. In oh, Hill is House. she? I can't see it. Oh, I thought she was. The she's mom, the but one you that might like, be right. Yeah, she like touches people, and she and she's know. gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's her. And I just think she's so so pretty, and I could just see her being such a badass in this. Uh, I could I see her right. being like, "Here, right. let me lace you up while I kill you. Let me comb your hair. Damn, here's an tight, apple. Tight, tight. Yeah, what she you, actually. Oh, go ahead." resembles Angelina Jolie just a scotia. I know, right? Oh, I know, I figured, I'll agree. See, and I did that. So Maybe because, dad has like, a type. <laughs> Daddy got a type. I was going to say, even though I forget, I forgot the cast <laughs> mother, but daddy definitely has a type because I was going to do Angelina Jolie originally and then I'm like, well, she looks so much like the other. I thought the exact same thing, but you know what? No, that's fine. Dad definitely has a type. Definitely. It'd be like that sometimes. It do be that way. So I went for someone slightly older, but I'm really into the evil, evil queen idea, and that's Jessica Lange. Ooh. Okay. I love her. I love yeah. her. In, American in the American Horror, Horror Story. Story series, she's oh my always a mean individual or like she a more antagonistic a individual. Yes. Very oh. good bitch character. Like she plays a perfect yeah. bitch part. I'm here for this. 10 out of 10. She does I could see her telling a husband to go kill a child. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Oh We're going to do Snow White. Mm-hmm. Let's, yeah, let's do Snow White. Okay. So I was looking at Emma O'Sullivan, who uh, she does, it's Irish step dancing, but it's not fesh dancing, which is different because feshing, you have to like, the posture is very straight and, you know, and so on and so forth. But like, yeah. it's like Irish barrel dancing is what Emma O'Sullivan does. So I was thinking about her. Okay. But then I was like, wait, no, I kind of need her skin to be a little lighter. She And I was okay with her. And then I saw her in a white top. And I was like, nah, she's not white. She's she's not light-skinned enough for this Snow White situation. I should have still just cast her and called it a day. But I didn't. So uh, I cast Kat Dennings, even though that's... Uh, Hi, yeah. Oh, my God. I love Kat Dennings. <laughs> we, we cast her. Sarah cast her last time. <laughs> sure i would just like to say what if we uh had a comedy version and she was like oh my god yeah (laughs) like mom what the fuck (laughs) but like this picture is just perfect look at that no yeah i see it 100 red ass lips black ass hair white ass skin that's her (laughs) it's all unique girl love her i chose uh amanda seyfried uh because of course you did (laughs) she's gonna be the mama to my babies one day no but like i found this little picture where she has dark hair i don't know if you guys can see that but i think like with her very light skin like very fair skin oh, yeah. red lips oh, yeah. dark hair i could totally see that being a thing you know I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. and i loved her in like little red riding hood so i think she can definitely do like the fairy tales mm-hmm. justice heck yeah fair enough i concur i like it I opted for Anya Taylor-Joy, who is the main character in The Queen's Gambit, also the main female lead in Split. She and Emma, too. That is a wonderful movie. Also, when I found out that was the same girl, uh, or the same actress, I was very impressed. Like, I loved her in The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Emma. Yeah, And I can just see it. She has dark hair sometimes. 
But I, yeah, I love her. And so I hadn't seen her in anything until well last year when Emma came out. I went like the opening night because y'all know I'm a bitch for Jane. Um, <laughs> so we I went and watched it with my one friend. And we did like a girls' day. I took her out for dinner, and then we went and watched it. And it was so. You said fun. my one friend, like that's the only one you've ever had. My one friend. My one friend. I have. I have other friends, but just, just this, this particular one. Sure, uh, you do. Yeah, I'm not sure. talking to the, these two of you right now. It's fine. I only have three. Not at all. Yeah. No, three total friends. <laughs> three total friends. <sighs> Uh, it's okay okay it's quality over quantity mm-hmm, all right mm-hmm. no, that and that one Sarah's friend mom. was your imaginary friend what what <laughs> <laughs> oh god bless you mary that was a joke i know love her bless her heart she's a good one. Uh, oh, it's my mom's birthday also unrelated oh happy yeah, birthday. happy birthday to your mom oh granted uh so happy birthday march 14th <laughs> yes <laughs> to, to Heather's mom. <laughs> tomorrow yeah march 14th when we recorded oh, shit. it is also pie day so my mom got really lucky and she's a big math nerd so that was cool oh that makes sense mm. there you go i'm gonna make shepherd's pie for dinner it was already decided <gasps> oh, oh that's exciting. pie i think yeah. i'll just go get some yeah i was gonna do like french silk and then i was like you know what what i'm gonna I do french is silk. french silk pies mm. they have mm. a, a place down here in texas it's called the pie emporium they have my favorite thing that they have is the smooth operator it's a french mm-hmm. silk pie mm-hmm but it is in a pretzel crust. Oh. So now Ooh. when I make... It's a little salty goodness, yeah. Yeah, so I use Joanna Gaines's version, uh, her recipe for French silk pie, but I do pretzel crust instead because it's just so good. Listen, mm-hmm. I think I'll have a pizza today. Anything, it's okay. Oh yeah, God, pizza, pizza pie? Pizza yeah, pie. I'll do my pizza pie. Pizza pie, yeah. Oh, God, that was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was trying to be Mario. Because, <laughs> yes, he talks about pizza so frequently in his video games. It's not okay. racist at all. I, okay, Prince I'm going to get canceled before okay. I ever was anything. <laughs> okay. Oh, go ahead. The Prince. Or are you guys doing the Huntsman or the Prince next? I didn't cast the Huntsman. Or Heather, did you I do suck. your... Yeah, we, we just looked at it. I casted okay. the Huntsman. I We didn't look at it, Huntsman. but we, you told us. Okay, so I, I think I'm going to say I didn't cast the prince. Instead, the guy who I cast as the prince is the Huntsman because he has a bigger role than the prince does. That And he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, Huntsman. I'm going to look up somebody for the prince real quick while we talk about um, this. For the Huntsman, do you have someone you said? Or you don't have someone? Yeah, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up. I, I picked Richard Madden because he played the... Oh, I just love him. He's in the take from Netflix. It was on Netflix. It's not from there. And Rob Stark. Mm-hmm. And the <sighs> prince in um, Cinderella with Lily James, who I love. Oh my god, he's so pretty. I still haven't watched that Cinderella yet, and it's on my list. You need to. You need it's to. Like... It's one of my... The Walt scene is just... <sighs> Damn. It's so good. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch that today. I'm you need do to. laundry. If you that. don't tell me, I'm just gonna send you the waltz scene because I could sit and watch that like just the waltz scene mm-hmm. over and over again. It is so good. I love it so much. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. For it. I'm gonna watch it. He looks like beautiful. I yes, um, yes. 
chose, I think that's a really good choice, by the way. Uh, for my huntsman, I chose Gerard Butler. No, you did not because I did too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's a perfect huntsman. <laughs> you know what? That is actually really good. Yeah. Just imagine him telling her to leave. You know, mm-hmm. like the little girl. He's like, oh, yeah. Because well, wasn't there a similar scene in Phantom? Does he let her go? Yes. Or is what he does. Yeah. yeah. He does. He says, go. Forget what you've seen. And yeah, he tells her He tells her to go. Yeah. And I just see it. I saw that scene and I saw that him doing that to a child. And I was like, I'm into it. Yeah. Although he's I a lot know. more angsty than I would think the Huntsman is going to be. Oh, no, I need a good angsty uh, huntsman. I need very brooding. I need him to be like, the queen's going to kill me for this. You know, kind of angst. I'm here for that. You know, I just Risking my life. I'm going to run away now. Yes. Well, at least we know our choices. Good job. You guys want to do the prince? Yes. I chose Nicholas Holt as my prince. You ladies probably know him from things, but let me find out what those are. Uh, Warm bodies about a boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. first experienced him as like a kid. X-Men, also X-Men, the Grey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm into it. Yes, the Grey, absolutely. Um, so I really enjoy him, and I really loved him in Warm Bodies, and I thought he'd be like a nice little prince to come by and be like, hey, I want to take this coffin. I think she's beautiful. Okay. I'm into it. So I like him. That's my prince. Okay. I cast him mine real quick. So uh, Nolan Funk. Let me look that up. He's in... I think he's he's in Glee, but he's also he plays uh, Felicity's boyfriend in Arrow. I can't stay away from this Arrow. You love Arrow. <laughs> oh my god! I know this kid. I say this kid, and he is thirty four years old. Yeah, he's that's why. Because Cat Dennings uh, is thirty four. I was like, let me look up other thirty four year old actors, and he came up, and I was like, I like him. He was in the Flight Attendant. Have you watched the Flight Attendant on HBO yet? Negative. I would watch Rider. it. That's pretty good. He's in Truth or Dare. Awkward. Oh my god, I love the show Awkward. I remember you watching that. It's so good. It's so good. Yes, I love him. Heather? Um, I have absolutely no reason to to have casted him other than I just wanted to, and it's Cole Sprouse. I'm here for that. (laughs) (laughs) Why the fuck not? Let's do it. I needed a guy that wasn't like, I don't know. I needed a guy that's going to go in there and be like, yeah, I'm going to marry that one. Sweet. (laughs) I don't need a guy that's regal. I need a guy that's going to get it done. I'm here for that. Oh, I always okay. wanted to watch Riverdale because of him, like just because of him. Oh yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I didn't cast any of the dwarves. I went real lazy and was like, you know what? The- Mira Mira had a really good cast of dwarves. I- I'm gonna steal that casting. Sounds good to me. Okay. I didn't cast any because I didn't want to like the seven I people you know. have to cast. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't. They so don't I have that assume... many big personalities other than don't open the fucking door, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go mine some ore. You take care of this house. Please don't open that door. (laughs) So my option for casting the dwarves was to cast a single actor and have him split seven times. I'm here for that. And it's Daniel Radcliffe. And he's my comic (laughs) relief. I love that so much. I can see her sleeping there and then she wakes up and there's seven Daniel Radcliffe surrounding her. And he's like, what are you doing? I don't understand. (laughs) gorgeous but i don't know why you're here (laughs) (laughs) oh can you imagine one of the daniel radcliffe's going up to the other daniel radcliffe and he's like uh can i sleep with you tonight (laughs) (laughs) 
It's your turn. <laughs> Scoot over. Right then. And then just hopping right in. <laughs> and then they leave and then it's like, remember, do not open the door. <laughs> do not do and it. All seven of them, as they leave, they each one look at her and they're like, don't open the door. Don't open the door. Please don't open the door. Stop with the door. <laughs> oh, don't even look at it. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, not oh, and then they're guarding the casket and they're like, what could have gone wrong? What happened? <laughs> what could have gone what wrong? did we do? <laughs> oh, oh god. I'm here for that. That's I'm perfect. For oh my god, that's it. So, recommend or not recommend? Yeah, super quick read, definitely very fun. Every I feel like everyone should get acquainted with you the should. fairy tales. It's just fun. And it, and I think the Grimm brothers, they have like such a nice take on all of this that's kind of morbid. Um, it's very grim if you will yes <laughs> love a good pun so definitely recommend especially when the uh, evil queen dances until she's dead in those hot shoes so yeah i was like awesome. savage that's fantastic i love it yeah it was also it felt very sudden i was like oh they're having a way oh she died oh she's back oh they're getting married and it's wedding and she's dead all right <laughs> it's like Wrap a nice little it was literally like the last sentence it's like and they brought her some burning hot shoes and she died. <laughs> she danced until she was dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Into it. Same. It's it's fun. So I know that we... Wait, Heather. Re- recommend or no? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. Just making sure. So I know we were talking about doing, like, what we would pick I for food to go with this particular. And can I just say, just to go to our southern roots even though i'm not from the south my daddy is so we'll just consider that roots like um i would like to do breakfast apples <gasps> my grandmother cans breakfast apples and they are absolutely delicious so if you guys ever yes. want some homegrown uh breakfast yes. apples i, I, I do yeah, i do. love breakfast apples like on the daily they're so good and yes. i love making breakfast with them like my mom makes yeah. them so well and then I try to do justice to them on my own but of course nothing you know compares to when your mama cooks or when your grandma mom. cooks you know what I'm saying she puts way uh, more love in it than I do also probably more fat and stuff too mm. yeah my mom, <laughs> saying, my, mom probably, my mom you know love her to death and then she's like oh you have high blood pressure honey and then she's like need more salt <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> would you like to salt your apples? <laughs> my mom would be like, you know, I'm like, oh, mom, I think I'm going to go on a diet. And I love my mom to death. And then she'll be like, but I made chocolate cake. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, it can start next week. <laughs> it's okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, I was thinking yeah. like candied apples, like, you know, like the king, cause just because like every time I picture um, Snow White, I like the idea of the way the apple looks in the movie like how red and luscious it is and then yeah. you, you know that kind of thing so i like the mm-hmm. idea of like yeah. but any kind of apple any apple i'll just i will approve any apple you, you heard it here right. folks any apple that you want to eat that's just that's what those we apples make sure they're not preparing apples oh. make sure go for pie day present. apple pie that wouldn't hurt Ugh. that would apple not pie hurt pie day not so at all unless you're allergic different- to apples in which case, there is you mock apple live pie. A sad life. There you go. Okay, mock apples. Yeah, yeah, mock apple pie. Use saltines or use crackers instead for the crunch. <gasps> I um, have seen this made before. Yep. Back in the Depression era, because they didn't have access to a lot of food. Mm-hmm. And apples. Apples be expensive, yo. That's right. 
Alrighty. I'm always living in the depression eras. <laughs> Wasn't talking about spoken like, like a true spoken like a true millennial. <laughs> oh jeez, I'm here for this. Okay, all right, Heather, you want to wrap it up? Close us out. Of course. Uh, fellow readers, it's time to say goodbye. Remember to check our Instagram for upcoming reads and the casting list. Uh, big thanks to myself for writing the theme song, uh, Dylan Vargas, who created the logo, and our respective life partners for their unwavering support. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll join us next time when we turn the page. <laughs> <laughs>